the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, number 17 for the week of September 26th, 2005. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Cab. I'm Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer, and I'm here with John Braun. Also, from the Mac th- Observer. There you go. And number 17, we're at that awkward, awkward age. Oh, yeah, man. Our voices you know, are cracking, and oh, wait we a We got the car keys. You know, we <laughs> only wrapped one car. That's right. Um, yeah, so we're at that awkward 17, but we're not quite at the point where we can do certain things. So. No, that's right. But we'll try to get through it, though. <laughs> yeah, once we get through this, you uh, you just wait. Watch out. How was your week, John? <laughs> Not too bad. It's getting cold. Uh, you know, I was going to say today... Uh, John Keep going had, on today. Keep John going had, on this morning. Yeah, we're both New England guys. And, uh, man, today was like the first full day of fall. And it, I love this weather, so it falls my favorite season. So I was so happy. I took my dog for a walk this morning. It was thirty-eight degrees. So, uh-huh. it was, uh, but that was early. For some reason, I was up at like six thirty, which is yeah. I did the uh, yeah. That's early. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing uh, doing early too. But uh, I did the yearly ritual of a. Uh, Watching the uh, heater and uh, making sure it doesn't explode. There, there is that. Yeah, that's always a good one. Yeah, watch yeah. the pressure go up and just make sure it doesn't go up too high. Yeah. Now, do you do you set a camera up and watch it from afar, or you just you no. just throw caution to the wind? You know, I should do that. You could do that with your uh, with your eyesight. So, or um, there is a company we, we've seen them at some of the Mac Worlds that have remote uh, temperature and other sort of sure. sensors. Yeah, all the smart home stuff will do that too. Yeah. That's a, that'd be yeah. a cool thing to talk about, actually. We're not going to talk about it now. This isn't some weird lead-in, folks. This is just us bantering. But it's just I, not the time or the place. It's not the time or the place. But I've got some of that stuff, so we should talk about that at some point. What I am mm-hmm. going to talk about first, though, is, of course, our sponsor. Because this is the last week of this particular sponsor. Because next week we start... John, are you okay over there? Good. Here? Yeah. You, you're making a lot of noise. You all right? Did you, did you fall off your chair? <laughs> not this time. Okay. Do you mind if I'm I talk just about leaning this? back? Do you mind if I talk about the sponsor quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you're going to talk with me. It's iPodObserver.com, of course, the Mac Observer's iPod Observer. Yes, it's our product. Yes, we're promoting it. We might as well have somebody sponsor the show. Next week, it's going to be someone else, believe it or not. But this week, yeah. it's iPod Observer. News, reviews, culture, music, anything to do with the iPod and, and really anything in that digital, personal, media player thing. There it is. It's there. That's the space. You got it. So visit iPodobserver.com, please. We would appreciate it. All right. All right. Well, as we promised you last week, this week's show is about our favorite travel-related gadgets. We, uh, John and I tend to travel a lot. In fact, we're going to be traveling together in November uh, to the the Portable Media and Podcast Expo out in uh, Ontario, Ontario, California. So where do we we go? Do we go to SF? Where, where, where no, are we? LAX? Fly, no. Well, you could, but there's, it's like an hour drive. You, we, you want to fly oh, into yeah. Ontario. Um, oh, they because, have an airport. Yeah, it's right across the street from sweet. the airport, the hotel oh, is. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's, the airport's impossible to get to. You can't get there from here. But, <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. The phone's ringing? What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to let the phone ring, folks. I, I'm sorry about this. I, I don't know why. Which line, is that the red phone? It is. It's the bat phone, but... Uh, or the iPod yeah. hotline. It's, it's the, the hotline, yeah. So, uh, 
Why don't you pick your first gadget? Is it Steve? I'm going to go silence the phone here, John. Why don't you pick your, your first travel-related gadget and, and tell all the wonderful folks about that? All right. Um, first travel-related gadget, i got to say. Um, this is not just for travel, but I find it handy. But it's a, an external drive. Now, the way I... This one is a FireWire drive, and I actually use a uh, uh, OWC, Otherworld Computing, Mercury on-the-go kit. Um, ah. Now, did you build it yourself? Yes, yes. Oh, so this okay. was without the drive. They also sell it with the drive, but they have one which includes the circuit board, the clear casing, the uh, power supply, though I don't need it, and two FireWire ports, which is nice. So you can do the uh, the whole pass-through uh, kind of deal if you got enough juice. Right. Um, you know what? I like it because I really like FireWire, especially when – well, this was something I actually um, – when I upgraded the hard drive in my last machine, um, you know, what do you do with it? Right. A lot yeah. of times, and portables, and this is one for the uh, two and a half inch uh, form factor, which is used in uh, you know almost all the portables these days. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times, when you upgrade, what do you do with the extra drive? You don't want to throw it away, especially if it's you know a fair size. Um, so you toss in one of these, um, and it's great. It just has a short cable carry case, has a really cool blue LED. I like the uh, blue and LED, and it's transparent, so you can see the drive and the markings and stuff, which is kind of neat. Right. In the bottom, you can see the circuit board. But it's a really nice case, and I always like to bring one of these. Because especially if I'm in a place where there are other Mac people, there's no uh, extra cabling or anything because the power right. is carried. Now, of course, now it's, there it's is you the, said fi- FireWire or USB two. Uh, they do have a case also that I've seen that also has the USB two, which okay, is you're, um, you're using the FireWire one currently anyway. Yeah, so okay. I either plug it in the front of my G5 or my uh, uh, PowerBook because uh, they all have the you know six pin FireWire yep. port, which of yep. course provides power now. Of course, someone bastardized that, and you will have some machines, none that I've seen that are Macs, but mostly PCs that have a four-pin that, one. That, well, that would be Sony's iLink connector, uh, which, is, seems which to be is used fire, for other things, too. without power, right, right. Which means then you need a stupid adapter, which, right. okay, on the one hand, you know, it draws power, and it'll run your battery down if you don't have, you know, a, sure. a, uh, wall power, but... It's just one less thing to worry about. You got it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that's one thing. Cam, I, a lot of camcorders mm-hmm. use that four that four wire eye link thing. So. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the neck. It is. And they have yeah. external power also. So well, right, I find that yeah. handy, um, just because you know get really good transfer rates through FireWire. Um, it has a nine eleven chipset. I think there are some newer ones. Okay. Um, if yeah. you look around. So, so uh, FireWire four hundred, not eight hundred. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I'd like that for either uh, backing up or sometimes, you know, yeah, either backing up onto it yep. for whatever I'm bringing with me or just to transfer files back and forth or both. There you go. There you go. So that's that's my first. Yeah, your first gadget. Well, my, my first gadget that I'm going to mention is something that I got very recently. On, uh, actually, on my during my last trip to Austin, I actually ordered it from Amazon, had it delivered to the hotel, and used it on the on the trip home. And you sure you're okay over there, John? Yeah. You're making a lot of noise, man. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, anyway, uh, it's the uh, the Targus TCG650, and that sounds a whole lot more uh, technical than it really needs to be. It's a backpack, folks. Um, and I'd always, you know, I, for whatever reason, I'd always avoided carrying my laptop in a backpack because it looked kind of geeky. And then I realized, well... Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I I've already kind of accepted the geeky factor, right? So, and I'm That's carrying a given. A, yeah, it's just a given. So, a client of mine had an old client of mine had one of these 
Targus bags and he, he, uh, he showed it to me at his house and I said, Oh man, you know, this is great. It's so comfortable to wear this thing and it's got so much room. So, uh, it's, it's the, I think they call it the Chicago style or something, but it's a, it's a backpack. It fits the, it fits my laptop, which is the 15 inch power book in it fine. I don't think this one will fit the 17, but there is one that will. And it's, it's a tank. It's very lightweight, but you know that nothing's going to happen to your laptop when it's in this thing. It's really, really, uh, a great bag, very very comfortable, and uh, I, I just I enjoy the heck out of it. So so much easier to deal with than carrying a you know a briefcase style over the shoulder thing that just kills you when you're cruising through an airport. So the Targus TCG 650, and I paid for it. I you know it they didn't send me one, and I'd talk about it anyway. So there you go, uh-huh. Targus. There you go. So what's uh what's next for you? We're just knocking these down today, man. You know, here's the other one I like, though, uh, right. that you'll find when you're uh, traveling more and more places that have high-speed internet. Yeah. Not all of them have wireless. You know, wireless is nice. Yeah. Um, so what I got was the, uh, there are a lot of devices that do this, but the thing I have currently is the Airport Express, um, which is nice because it's very small and there's yeah. only one thing. Uh, like in the past, I would bring the airport, but then you got to make sure you bring the power supply and the right. cable. And, this, has, and this has two uh, two prongs in it, right? You just plug it right into the wall, correct? Yeah, it looks just like a uh, power supply for the uh, current you know, Apple portables. Very okay, nice. Right, so it has right, okay. uh, Ethernet port, a USB port if you want to do the printer sharing, and then an audio port if you want to do audio streaming. But for travel mostly, you'd be using it for, uh, uh, of course, you know, giving yourself wireless. Now, you got to be sure, though, that you plug this into whatever high-speed connection that they have that's Ethernet first. Right. If they do have a service, which some places do, and I actually ran into this once, you know, where I first plugged in my computer and then realized, oh, I got, you know, I brought the wireless thing with me. I want to plug that in instead. And so it registered two MAC addresses, and then they billed me for uh, bill you you know, two. Yeah, and I said, yeah, there was a mistake the here. Desk. That's right. They- yeah, because I said, <laughs> I'm only one person. How can you bill me for two devices? I only have one computer. And, of course, they're either they don't understand. in all likelihood not savvy enough to know what I'm talking about. And right. they'll think, yeah, of course, he's right. Of course, um, he's right. Yeah. You know, I know why it happened. But yeah, and it's not still. like you're screwing them. I mean, it's not like you're no. you're stealing a, one an extra. Line. Right. It's you're using it. It's you. It just I, and I've done that before too, where I'll plug my laptop in and then later on pull the airport out of my because uh, I do the same thing. I actually travel with uh. an airport, a snow base station, uh, for this for exactly the same reason. I just never picked up an express. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I've 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 been there. So. I, I know what you mean, man. But yeah. yeah. Now, sometimes you may want to share with select people, but, mm. you know. Not recommended much, unless <laughs> you know them. <laughs> well, yeah, like sometimes when we went to some of the, uh, you know, Macworld shows and we happened to be in rooms that were close by. Yeah. That's uh, that's handy. Because that way you're, yeah. you're all in the same network and, you know, there you go. Yep. All yeah. right. So that's uh, another one of my uh, my goodies. Then we're just... Just tearing through these. Well, that's that's good because we're dizzying pace. Yeah, I know we're we're cruising here. It must be all that caffeine. So, are oh, you doing the caffeine tonight? Okay. Oh, I always have to, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, doing these on Sunday night. Uh, you know, I'm happy to do them. I enjoy this, but uh, Sunday night is uh, it's the end of a long, it's crazy weekend. So yeah, and it, it was. Uh, it wasn't really going to mention this, but it's pretty cool. My my kids for my birthday this weekend got me a podcasting mat. Because I like to stand up while I while I do our, our show here, because otherwise I'd just fall asleep sitting in the chair. Uh-huh. And uh, so they got me this cushy little like work mat that I, I put in front of the uh, the the computer that I that I record the show on, and it's great. It's so cushy and cozy, and it's like I'm floating mm. on air here. So 
Anyway, uh, yeah. the next thing on my list is something I use when I travel by car or if I'm going somewhere where I'm going to be driving a car uh, is the DLO Transpod. And I, I have the one uh, – and the, what the DLO Transpod is, is it's not really, of course, Mac-related. It's from my iPod. It plugs right into the cigarette lighter outlet in the car, and you, you, it slides right in. It's got an FM broadcaster in it. It's got a tuner in it or a, 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 the tuner for the transmitter in it. And you just slide your iPod in. It plugs into the dock connector on the on the bottom of, of all modern iPods, most modern iPods. And uh, it works great. It, the, the FM signal out of the thing, because it's being powered by the car, is so much more powerful than a lot of the battery-powered ones, and I always had trouble with those. And it, it's, uh-huh. it looks great in the car because it it's like your iPod is mounted into the dash. And in my car, it works really, really well. It's adjustable, and you can kind of fit it, fine-tune it for uh, – for whatever works in your in your particular vehicle, you just plug it into the cigarette lighter out, outlet, and uh, you're way to go. It charges your iPod. You're you know ready to rock and roll. I love it, and uh, makes life very 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 easy. So the DLO Transpod, and I believe the one I have is is called the DLO Transpod FM. So there you go. Next DLO Transpod FM. You know, I think I have something similar. You saw on my list. I there. did see this on uh, your list. Yeah. So tell me about that. Yeah, tell me. That's, that's a different one. Um, yeah, the first thing I got was the iTrip, and actually I've seen that. Yep, since I had that too. Yeah, they've updated. Um, this one I saw then. I actually, um, well, this is a review unit that was uh, gracefully provided by uh, Extreme Mac. Okay. At the last show, but um, it's like the iTrip, but it has a duh, display. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and buttons, right. and that's what sells it for, and a backlight, so that's what sells yeah. it for me. Yeah. Uh, Airplay is the uh, the name of it, I believe. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it's a cute, cute little thing. Yeah. Uh, so I- display up and down. It's uh, you know pretty inexpensive, and I use that either for in the car or if I'm in a hotel and I want to play it on the radio that's in the in the room. Uh-huh. Some stuff, and maybe put the uh, you know rather than having the computer do it, since there's right. usually not a lot of room near the uh, the bed for the computer. Sometimes there is. Right. Right. Have that play at night. So uh, yeah, I like the uh, the AirPlay, a similar a similar type of device. But yep. those are are neat if you don't have a vehicle, which it seems I think as you mentioned, the higher end vehicles tend to uh, have kits for the iPods. They do, you know, because I, I looked into getting that in uh, in in one of our vehicles here. But it, the problem with these most of these kits is you take the iPod and you throw it in the glove box, and that's where it plugs yeah. into the kit, which is cool. Yeah. And they say you can control it from your steering wheel, which is great. You know, you got volume up and down, which of course I, you have anyway if you're broadcasting through FN. But you've got but it, it's you, so far away. But it well, you can change songs with the you know the CD player shuttle controls on your steering wheel or on your on your your uh, on your dash controls. Uh-huh. But you you don't get to pick playlists. You don't get to see what you're using. They, they need to get it to the next generation where where if you're going to bury the iPod somewhere and plug it in. You get complete control, or at least enough control over the thing, to where it's actually useful. You know, if you've got a library of five thousand songs, man, two buttons isn't enough to find all of them. You know, you need a yeah. display and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I'd uh, I'd vote for the heads-up display on the oh, uh, windshield. Oh, yes, kind of like the fighter talking. jets. Yeah, the know. TTFT stuff, right? Put it right there on the uh, on the display. You're good yeah. to know. Yeah, spray that baby on there. Yeah, I mean, you know, one more distraction. It's a, you know what, what could possibly go wrong? What, what could go wrong? You're just in a car, right? You know, <laughs> jeez, huge piece of metal hurtling it. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying speeds. Terrifying speeds. That's right. <laughs> At least around here. 
So that's uh, that's why I, I went for the Transpod. So I, and I like it. Yeah. I know, and in fact, I think there was another one that was going to come to market, but there was some weird. Yeah, there was some weird contention over you know mm. who, who designed it and the patents and trademarks and all this crazy stuff. So unfortunately, kind of silliness. Well, you know that's what keeps us in business. I mean, you know, you got to protect what's yours. So I know, I, you can't really blame them. So can't can't yeah. blame them for trying silliness. You know, there was a, a I don't know. This is kind of jumping around here, but uh oh. Well, uh oh. I should jump. Should I? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get well, to this. No, it's not that much of a jump. Oh no! Yeah, all right, go. This is but crazy. I'm talking this, silly. This deserves a rant, a big rant. I, I, okay. I, I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, because it's, it's the only, it's the silliest darn thing that's happened in a long time, and I use darn for you, the listener, because otherwise I'd just be off my rocker. <laughs> the record so, labels. You go ahead, John. Why don't you tell them? Yeah, well, I'm going to get too mad if I tell them. Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, they want to. Uh, so the record labels are ready, uh, you know, get a cut of a song that's sold. All right, that's, that's right. Uh, yes, yeah. fair. Eh, yeah, fair. But now one of one of their uh, chief Warner uh, Music Group CEO talking Edgar, heads, Edgar Bruntman Jr. That's right. We'll call him a talking head. Um, well, yeah, but they let him talk, which in this case is amazing. Yeah, thinks that um, that that the music industry should some, somehow be entitled to the revenue from iPods being sold, which is interesting. And so they. So what they're trying to say is they don't want money just for the music that's purchased to put right. on the iPod. They want to get you again for the iPod itself. Well, and, and their their rationale, wow. and you can't blame them. I mean, you got to give them credit for trying, right? Because if you don't ask, you're never going to get. But their rationale, and I, I'm not defending this, folks. <laughs> this is crazy. Their rationale is that they're helping fuel iPod sales by providing the content that you know by allowing apple to resell the content that's used on the ipod and they're, and they're saying well apple's got a closed system you can't buy it from apple and, and play it on something else other than an ipod so therefore mm-hmm. they're helping fuel ipod sales and ipod sales only so because of for that you know as a, as a as a part of that agreement they should get a cut now you know, should, does that also mean that they should get a cut of every car that's sold because it has a cd player and a radio yeah. in it yeah. No, right? Does it mean that they should get a cut of, of every TV and and stereo system in your house that's sold? Yeah, Heck, yeah. you know, I mean, they ought to tax pregnant mothers because those kids are going to come out and listen to music someday, <laughs> you know, and 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 they need a piece of that, man. Yeah, it gets know. me is still the double jeopardy thing, you know, because yeah. most of my music on my iPod is stuff that I've um, that I already had on CD, right? So I've already somebody's already received a piece, you know. Oh kind of yeah, the well, and they get a piece of it when you buy it for your iPod. It's it just, uh, God, I, I just, what are they thinking? I don't know. It makes man. me shake my fist. In oh, I'm anger. shaking my fist in anger here. Can you see it? Yes, I, you, you should be able to. Oh my God, I can hear it. You can hear it. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know, man. Right. I, I just yeah. I'll leave Jesus out of it. No, we'll leave him out. Of it. Yeah, he's my neighbor down the street. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. So jumping around, are we, we going to talk more about gadgets here, or we? Uh, are we? Are we uh, I think I think we got other places to go here. Do we? Yeah. All right. I think so. All right. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh... Do we have other places to go? Well, let's see. Okay. Well, this show will be the assuming that uh, you know technic- technology does not get in my way and 
we're just going to forge ahead. Bullheaded persistence, and we're going to know that it's not. So this will be the second show that's uh, an enhanced podcast from us, uh, complete with links and pictures and all of that stuff. And, and, and it's a technology that we're still experimenting with here, of course. Uh, so we'll, we'll get better at that, too, as, as time goes by. This is you know something that we're kind of all in, inventing and, and experimenting with. Uh, we did get a, a couple of emails, not a whole lot, but uh, but a couple of you folks that, that said, wait a minute, why is the show no longer in MP3 format, which is how we'd been distributing it initially. They, of course, didn't realize that, that we had moved it to the enhanced format or maybe didn't realize that as a product of moving it to the enhanced format, we had to move to AAC. And I'd like to know from, from all of you, and of course, you can you can contact us in a multitude of ways, right? We've got email which would be macgeekgab at macobserver.com. We've got the comments on the show notes, which is macobserver.com slash podcast. And then we also have a voice line at 206-666-GEEK. That's right. And I think geek is what, 4335, if memory serves. So any any of those ways, let us know if if you'd like. We're going to keep doing this enhanced thing. There's no question about that. That said, it, it wouldn't be that difficult for us to provide an MP3 version of the show. Uh, I'm going to try and do that this, this, with this particular show. I'm going to put a link on the website. But, of course, if you're hearing it, you're, you're, you're already past that so, point. So help me out here. Yeah, I, I haven't looked you. at this in detail. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at this in detail. I mean, I understand the concept, of course. Of, you know, I put together basic XML right. files to describe podcast feeds. What I don't understand is why is this tied to AAC, which is the code, you know? Well, uh, I mean, it I mean, seems it, like a data representation issue, or I guess it does. Well, it, you know it what I'm saying? To, it has to be M- MP3. It, from what I understand, and, and please do correct us if if we're wrong. From what I understand, MP3 just doesn't have the uh, the the um, oh, again a loss for the word. You know, that's the problem with these Sunday night shows. Um, it, it's not. It, it doesn't have the the. The hooks in it to hang all of this extra content off of the links and the the, the chapters and all of that stuff. I, I don't think so. So uh, that's so maybe why it's a matter of how to jump to that part of the sound it. file. Or maybe well, it's and you're also with MP3. you're also burying images, right, and and links into the yeah. into the show or into the file. So uh, I think it's just a, a matter of that the file format doesn't support uh, carrying all this other weight with it, whereas the AAC format obviously. Obviously does, and uh, of course it's Apple's tool that you're using to create it. Ultimately, it's their chapter tool, and uh, they oh th- that's okay. the only way. Yeah, where do you get that? You get it from uh, I don't have the link in front of me, but there's a there's a spot on Apple's site, Apple.com. There's a there's a place to get the chapter tool, but frankly, there's other tools out there that are much easier to use uh, as a front end to the chapter tool. It's a it's a command line thing. You got to build an XML file and then process it all together, and it spits out this this final product AAC. So it works. You know, I, I gotta say it works quite well. But uh, but if if you do if you do feel if you do have uh, something to chime in there, either about why the the format needs to be different or that you'd just like to see the, a non-enhanced version of the show come out as well. Let, do let us know, and we'll uh, we'll you know we'll take that all together and, and see what what uh, we can do to keep you the listeners happy. Because frankly, you guys make this show. We we, we enjoy doing the show, but you guys make this show worthwhile, and, and you're the ones that uh, for for whom we we we, we wrestle our our, uh, our lazy butts off the couch on Sunday nights for. So wrestling, uh, we're gonna do wrestling. Well, no, <laughs> not until later. 
not until after the show. Anyway. But it's all about, the, and it's all about the readers, too. You know, back to the readers thing, man. You, <laughs> this is a theme with you, John. First you beat me over the head with it, and now you're taunting me with it. They're listeners, right? Yeah. yeah. Although, wouldn't it be cool if, if, we, if we did a transcript of the show? Oh, maybe yeah. not. No, I get it. Probably, yeah. probably wouldn't be cool. So, um, so the enhanced format. I noticed the uh, iPod seems to have some new. Uh... Yeah, in fact, let's let's let's. I think I have a, a comment about that, that we can play because I didn't yeah. realize this, and I'm looking here for it. All right, we're gonna try this here. So, uh, I, I believe this comment is from Ruben about uh, about what you can do with enhanced podcasts. Something he found on his iPod. So, here we go. Hi guys, my name is Ruben. I live in Annapolis, Maryland. I've really been enjoying uh, your show over the weeks. And uh, come to this, this afternoon, I was listening to the podcast on my car as I was driving along the, the miles, and I clicked on uh, the you know the, the not the menu but the center button on in my um, iPod, and click it through two times or three times rather, and you get there's this new. I guess you guys have already gone and embedded in um, names for the different, um, I guess, breakpoints for the show and the different topics you're talking about during the show. And if you push it, I guess, three times, then you get a whole, like, basically run down the show. This is really cool. I'm just wondering if if everybody's going to be doing this or and how this is going to be. Will they start to embed, I guess, lyrics and stuff in the songs uh, going forward? And, and I guess this is a part of... Uh, of uh, iTunes Five. So anyway, uh, thanks a lot, guys. And if there's, uh, if you have any comments on that, that'd be great. Sure. So uh, that's uh, that's exactly what John was was alluding to here, uh, while he was making all his noise in his chair. It must be a nice chair that you're enjoying over there, John. Yeah. Maybe I have to tighten it up. Yeah. There you go. It's uh, squeaking apparently so, because so you he- said you're standing up. That's why I'm like. What's going on here? So, anyways. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, and you've experimented with this on your iPod, I take it, John? Yes. Press the button. I actually downloaded ours, but yeah, so you press it once and you get, um, you know, as he said, you get different levels of uh, where things are. If, yep. if you press enough times, it'll. So rather than doing a scrub, I think it is, from forward and back, it'll, yep. it's kind of a, a bookmark level scrub that you can do which is pretty neat and also so if you go forward and back instead you're going forward and back to the next or previous bookmark that's pretty cool uh, that is so uh so that's the, so i guess the last ipod update they had must have enabled that uh that feature there you go there you go so uh well let's see we had asked i guess back to another question we'd asked about uh whether you folks would in, enjoy one 40-minute show a week or two 20-minute shows, just trying to figure out how to chop up the time that, that we're using and, and the, the time of yours that uh, that you're spending listening to it. And, and frankly, we got responses all over the map. Some saying, you know, leave it where it is. Some saying, chop it up into two 20s. Some saying, do two 40-minute shows a week. Or some people saying, do shows every day. Uh, for now, we're going to leave it just as it is. Uh, it's working fairly yeah. well for us. It seems to be working fairly well for the lion's share of you out there. So we are mm-hmm. going to leave it at the two or one show a week, probably somewhere in that thirty to forty minute range. By the time John and I are, are done gapping, as it were, yeah. yeah. But uh, but we've got some other ideas that we're going to sort of sort through, and uh, you may see more more uh, more variety from us in that in that uh, that that way down the road. So. Uh, Dot Mac was updated this week. Did you see that, John? 
Yeah, it's getting bigger. Bigger. So bigger. now by, by default, you get a gigabyte. Now, when I I saw the email come in, I thought, oh, great, cool. So I went to my iDisk. Kind of. And I saw that I only had 512 megs total. And I'm going through trying to figure it out. I logged into the website. Well, it used to be by default, or at least the way I had mine set, was I had, 200, I had a 250 meg account. I had 235 megs assigned to my iDisk and 15 assigned to my email. Well, when they updated... And chances are this happened for all of you. They gave you 50% for your email and 50% for yeah. your iDisk. Now, that makes sense because they're probably trying to go after, uh, sort of kind of go after this market that Google and, and Yahoo are using with their various mail solutions where there's just gobs and gobs of storage and you can store all your mail on the server. And that's great. But if you want to actually use that gigabyte for something else – you need to go in, and you can do it if you go to Mac.com and log into your account and go to your account settings. You can adjust that around and and uh, and, and break it off of that you know 50-50 split. You still have to give something to your email, and I think 15 megs is the minimum, but uh, but it oh, works very well. Ain't that handy. Isn't that I something? I didn't know that. There you go. See? I found that kind of annoying, actually. Yeah. It would be kind of nice if that was from the control panel itself. It, it would, system yeah. preference, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, like I do know advanced or something. Yep. Yep. So that's uh, but that that's a nice thing, of course. And backup three came out too, which uh, yeah, if you've got multiple Macs, this is a godsend because I use backup on one of my machines here to send uh, some you know various little backups up to .dot mac just so I've got stuff somewhere else. Well, with backup version version three, you can do multiple Macs to the same. Dot Mac account uh, within within your storage limits, of course. So as long as you've got you know less data to backup than you have storage allowed uh, or purchased rather at Dot Mac, you can install Backup 3.0 on uh, any number of machines. I, I I don't know what the limit is, but uh, my guess is for home usage and all that stuff, you're not going to hit it. And it works real well. I've been I've been doing it this week and very very happy with the results. So kudos to Apple for. Yeah, kind of stepping things up a little bit, which they had to do, but uh, nice to see them do it. So, excellent. Yeah, this looks nice. I just uh, yeah. double because I did see it on my last software update. Because yeah, I was doing a little. Uh, it's a great new interface. Myself. It's a great new interface with backup. Much simpler than the the old sort of clunky thing that that they had going on. This is a way more of an Apple sort of thing. You know, take the take the guesswork out. Let the Make it idiot-proof, and I and I say idiot-proof with a lot of love because <laughs> just because I'm a geek doesn't mean I want to have – just because I know how to do this stuff doesn't mean I want to have to do it. And I love it when people treat me like an idiot and just, you know, here you go. Just click this button. We'll take care of it for you, and it works. Of course, that almost goes without saying being that we're all Mac people here, right? That's sort of why we use this platform because if you wanted to be a true – if you wanted to use your geekdom every time you turned on a computer, well – then you needed to uh, you needed to get into a Windows machine there, or or even Linux, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, so no, it, very 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 nice job that they did uh, that they did with that. So there you go. Yeah. So another thing they've done a nice job with very quickly. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to go to this one in detail, but I, I you know I told you I was having problems also with my uh, G5. Yes. My hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking you about the uh, yeah. There seems to be something with carbon. It's funny because. I can't. I was surfing about, and there's like here and there in the support forums. Yes, lots of people have the problem. It seems to have to do with carbon lib and shared library loading and stuff like that. But there's 
certain things that happen that just seem to clobber something and, yep. you know, reinstalling ten, uh, Tiger 1042 combo update or regular update didn't work and all that. What did work is I ordered a new hard drive, which I wanted to do anyways. Okay. Um, did a fresh install and okay. then used the migration assistant that they had. Ah, uh, there you go. And yeah, that migration assistant said, is awesome. And I said, copy everything and the new yep. system is identical. Is, no, I don't think there's did, anything yet that did, has acted weird saying... So it's it identical, to, but it didn't inherit your problems. Is, is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's great. Right. And actually, I'm trying to find the tool. i got to do a bit more research. I just started it tonight. But I want to find a tool that can do a difference between this system folder and the pro, and the, the other one and just see if there's anything obvious to the guy. Oh. I thought it would have been the... Uh, there's a folder down in the library somewhere, uh, yeah. CFM... Yeah. Helper or sister, something like that. Right, uh, right. I don't know the exact name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's a, the, you're right. I think you're right. It's CFM frameworks or something like that in there. Yeah, and uh, some people actually have tried replacing those files because I guess if they do get ki- clobbered, they are responsible for uh, for some of the carbon functionality. Aha, okay. And I guess carbon is just a holdover from you know, the bad old days, right? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of apps that are still written in uh, it's CFM. Sorry, it's yeah. It's, here it's we are. Slash CFM library support. slash CFM support. That's right. But there's not there's a whole a lot in there. There's a couple of those. Well, yeah. there's a couple of those around. There's actually one in the user directory also. Okay, okay. I think if you do uh, user uh, library. And that CFM stands for Code Fragment Manager, right? Yeah. Isn't that right? Very good. I think so. See? Yeah, I forget where the other one is. There's a couple on the other okay. drive. Well. So, uh, But that migration, uh, I believe that's the name of it. Uh, my, it's the migration nice. assistant now, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's been there since, what, 10.3... Ten three four, I think that 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 was sort of you know quietly intru- introduced into the OS, and then of course with with mm-hmm. uh, with Tiger, it's it's there from from the get go. Uh, works yeah. extremely well. If you're getting a new Mac and you just want to tra- you want to make make your your new machine a mirror of the old without it actually being a mirror of the operating system from the old, you plug in a FireWire cable, bam, over it comes. It, you know, it takes a couple of hours, but when you're when it's done, you're pretty much done. There's you know very few things that it doesn't go and grab, and uh, it grabs all your user accounts, everything. You know, you, applications. You, yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's a problem with both. The, and and Windows has something similar. Um, it doesn't work as well, although that's no surprise, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I haven't tried it, but this one I was I pleased have. because I okay. All right, I will take your word for it then. I uh, I, I usually take the path that I think a lot of people do, which is basically install a new OS and then just reinstall your apps. Yeah, because you can right. never get it to you know quite come over properly. Right. Uh, All right, I, you know I have a question for the for the readers out there. Uh, listeners, there it is again, <laughs> man. All right, all right. Uh, for the listeners out there, and maybe I'll just post this in the show notes so that it is actually for the readers. No, no, no. Yeah, um, so, you know, I've got this iPod Nano, and, of course, I just got the new Trio 650, which y- you all heard about. Uh, and that, that would be another thing on my list of gadgets, but we're not going to go into that again. Uh, and, of course, when I got the Trio, uh, the, the folks in the Singular stores told me something really, really strange. I, I said, oh, I want to get insurance on this. And they said, oh, yeah, we don't offer insurance on data devices because they're too expensive to replace. I thought, well, 
that's exactly why I want insurance on it, you see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I thought, well, okay, I took it home and I called up Singular on the phone and uh, said, you know, I, and I just, you know, matter of factly, I didn't tell them that the guy, what the guy in the store said. I said, I just want to see if we have insurance on this account. And they said, no, you don't, but we can add it for you. And I said, okay, great. They said, we need to call the phone to make sure that, uh, you know, it's still working. Uh, you haven't already, you know, dropped it in the lake or whatever. And I said, okay, fine. And so they call the phone, ring, ring, you know, I pick it up. It's the same guy. And, uh, you know, confirmed. And then bam. So I like that. Now, I would love to do the same thing with iPod insurance, right? Why couldn't I have my iPod insured the same way? Because it's the same sort of thing. I'm carrying it around with me a lot. Maybe not quite as much as my phone for the way I use it, but uh, certainly carrying it around. Uh, you know, is there any company out there that offers easy to get iPod insurance? Obviously, I could go to my homeowner's insurance and try and figure something out, but uh, you know, I want simple to use. You know, go here, pay X number of dollars per year, per month, per whatever, and then when your iPod breaks, you know, it's a twenty-five dollar deductible or whatever. Bam, new iPod shipped to you, no questions asked, ready to go. So, is there anyone out there? Is there any? John. It's like a. I remember that from Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's what you get on a Sunday night. So, um, who uh, PowerBook Rescue? Don't they have iPod Rescue? They do, but that I believe. Well, I, I, what I know of that service is uh, is their their repair service for it. it you re- get a new battery, you can get it fixed from them. It's sort of for out of warranty repairs, and and that the, the way they do their service. Uh, is actually great. They, they've got boxes on airborne trucks everywhere, and you just call them up and they say, okay, great, and they come and they pop it in a box and take it away and you're good to go. So, uh, I, I guess, is it airborne or DHL? I forget which one it is. But They're, they're the same now. They're the same, right. They, they, they've just painted their trucks and pr- pretended like it's a new company. So Yeah, DHL bought airborne. But That's right. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those boxes. I'm still having an adventure with my power book, but I'll uh, conclude that when it's concluded. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> So iPod insurance. Somebody's got. Somebody's got to know. And and I and I think it's something that uh, my guess is it's something that a lot of us would like to have. So I, I think we're 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 close to done here, John. Is there is there is there anything else that uh, that you have on the list that you want to go after here? Uh, let me look over the oh, mail here. I, I did have one thing. Somebody, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have your name uh, in front of me. Somebody was asking about uh, enhanced podcasts and how to do them, and there is a great, fantastic tutorial uh, about one way to do it. It's not the only way, but at uh, Screencasts Online, S-C-R-E-E-N-C-A-S-T-S-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com. Uh, great video. Uh, you know, it's a Snaps Pro, QuickTime movie, screen capture, whole deal, and the guy walks you through it, and he's got a great English accent, you know, very pleasurable to listen to anyway. Uh, six and a half or seven minutes long, quick little blurb about how to create an enhanced podcast great tutorial for anyone that's uh that's interested in in seeing how this is done he uh he did a fantastic job with it so screencastsonline.com and uh john were you were you were you gonna tell them about anything else or are we uh are we out of here uh you know i got one thing all right well actually yeah general comment to our uh listeners that's right. Is because I have here one comment which uh, I wanted to talk to, but the person didn't say who they are. Yeah, or where they're calling from. Yeah, now yeah, that's right. You folks that that are uh, you're doing this voicemail thing, it's great, right? Two zero six 
866-GEEK. However, as John said, we don't really know how to get back in touch with you. We, we have our ways, but you don't want us to use them. Just, so just tell us. And if you want to, call once with the comments so that we can play it on the show. Because we just get the files as, as uh, what are they? they? They send them to us as wave files. Is that right, John? Yeah. Yeah. What's with that? Well, hey, you know, it's better Waves. than... Yeah, you know. Well, they got to cater to the, the the other folks out there. Yeah. yeah. We can take it, though. We can take it. That's right. Uh, and it works It works great. But, you know, if you want, so call up once, leave your, your comment, and then call again and just leave your... You know, if you have... If you have a question that you're actually asking of us, tell us how to get back in touch with you, preferably via email. We we, we tend to answer our our, uh, our reader feedback at all sorts of weird hours, and we don't know when you're awake and all that stuff, and, and so we're not going to be calling you back. You don't have to worry about that. Just leave us an email address, and we will uh, we will try our best to, to answer any of your questions directly uh, if we don't answer them here in the show. So. That's that. Oh, and, and yeah. yeah, here comes the uh, the ADD just flying in. K7.net is the service that we uh, use. Everybody was asking, how did you get this voicemail thing set up? Very, very simple. Go to K7.net. It's freely available. You even get to pick your own vanity thing. I just typed in. I typed in a whole lot of things. I typed in Mac Geek, but they didn't have that. I typed in Geek Gab, they didn't have that. But when I typed in Geek, we got what we got: two zero six 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 Geek. And uh, so, very very easy. You pop in an email address, you pick a password, tell it what you know what uh, quality audio file you want to get. Of course, it's all coming over the telephone, so quality is relative at that point, and uh, it works really really well. So. Very, very happy with it. And uh, I think that's that's about it, right, John? Ooh, that sounds like, yeah, the band's acting up again. They're, so. Yeah, they're, they get antsy, you know. You know, the, you know how those guys are. <laughs> the band. We, we do have Gmail invites still. We've had a lot of you uh, calling up or writing in, asking for Gmail invites. They keep giving them back to us, so we're happy to keep giving them to you. I know you can get it through your cell phone, and you're happy to do that too, but uh, if you want one, let us know. We're happy to do it. MacGeekGab at MacObserver.com is the best way to contact us. Audio comments, you can send to that address, or you can call up 206-666-GEEK. Send those to us. Of course, we'd like to thank our sponsor, iPodObserver.com. Thank you. Yeah. Do please go to Podcast Alley and vote for us, and of course, Make sure you do it again after the first of the month, which is coming up, because we a, do, and a vote for us, yeah, is they, a vote for the Mac. It's a vote for us is a vote for the Mac. Well, they do, and they also play the. Uh, we we want to have the Mac well represented in the uh, in the in the greater yeah. world that's paying attention to podcasting. So, they, uh, the the podcast alley top ten is used for a lot of different things, gets a lot of exposure, and and uh, frankly, we'd appreciate it. So, uh, visit us at. Uh, MacGeekGab.com, MacObserver.com slash podcast. Please uh, stay subscribed. If you're not already subscribed, head into iTunes and search for us. MacGeekGab. Subscribe. Stay listening. Thanks, folks. We appreciate it.